Hello and welcome to episode 163 of the InSquash podcast and today we have Campbell Grayson on. He recently retired from the PSA Tour. Uh, 14 PSA titles to his name, reached as high as number 24, won two of those PSA titles last year, represented uh, New Zealand on several occasions on the world stage as a junior and on the men's scene and most recently last year where he and uh, his compatriots reached, uh, along with Paul Cole, they reached uh, number five at the men's uh, team championship and uh, Campbell comes on and we talk about uh, why he decided to retire. It was obviously a very difficult decision for him, particularly given, uh, you know, I think a lot of people would argue that he was playing his best squash of his career uh, up until things closed down due to COVID and so we talk uh, a lot about that we talk about his career we take career we take a look back at it and uh, we also uh, take a look forward what he's got planned uh, post-retirement from squash and obviously uh, with all of his experience in squash he'll be trying to stay in the game he will stay in the game uh in many respects so we'll be looking and looking at that and talking with uh, campbell about uh, all of that today on episode 163 of the in squash podcast and uh, as we speak uh, the manchester open is into the final stage a fantastic event uh, some great squash from beginning to end uh, some canadian interest in there holly Naughton pulling off uh, some some good wins early on uh, danielle letourneau playing well in her uh, first round. It was a tough first round match but uh, overall uh, really, really impressed with the squash that I saw. Uh, Marwan uh, El Sherbagi played incredibly uh, well. Kareem Abdul Gawad getting to the final uh, and will be playing world number one Mohamed El Sherbagi. So it's one versus uh, three I believe in the final on the men's side and on the women's it's one versus two in terms of the seedings. Camille Serm versus uh, Noor uh, El Tayeb. Both of them look very very strong and ready to uh, they've hit the ground running obviously uh, some more so than others I mean some some look very very fit and very focused and and uh, finely tuned and uh, others seem to sort of just uh, be working their way uh, <clears throat> towards a better squash but the Manchester Open a breath of fresh air great to uh, see squash at the pro level being played again at that level And these guys are hungry, so it's going to be a great final uh, on both the women's and and the men's side. So hope you're enjoying that uh, as much as I am. And I hope you enjoy this one, episode 163 with Campbell Grayson. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Campbell. How are you? How you doing? Good, thank you. I'm doing doing good. Thanks, man. Thanks. Sorry for uh, being late. I should be the one there first, shouldn't I? No, no, no. No no problem. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much right on time, so... Right yeah. on. Yeah. Right on. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, uh, just before we start everything, just uh, want to say thanks for for doing this and uh, congratulations. Yeah, welcome. Uh, I, it's tough to to know what to say when someone retires, but uh, I guess congratulations yeah. is the right thing to say. And uh, you you had a 17 year uh, fantastic uh, squash career, and um, you know that's basically why. I would. I was actually going to invite you on before. I've had, uh, obviously, I've, you know, maybe I've had Nick uh, Taylor yeah. on a couple times, and you, your colleague, were a colleague of his at uh, Infinitum, yeah, yeah. I believe, and also Chesson I've had on, and uh, you know, okay. I, I figured uh, why not have uh, Campbell on, but uh, uh, yeah. now we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gave me yeah. excellent. Not that I didn't have good reason to before, but. Uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I've heard, um, I heard the podcast you did with Nick um, recently. That was probably like two or three months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, that was good. And then I, I didn't know you had been there, had, had Chesson on, but yeah, I've seen you've done quite a few. So yeah, happy, yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. So uh, yeah, yeah, well, just, uh, yeah, it's great to have you on, Campbell. And uh, firstly, before we get started, uh, how are things for you? And I know uh, your wife, uh, uh, I'm not sure what her name is, but your wife's name again? Uh, uh, Charlene. Charlene. Charlene, yeah. How you and your wife are doing during this, uh, this tricky time that we're in right now? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're doing well. Um, we... We actually just moved back to New York. I was sort of finishing up with Infinitum actually um, in, up in Boston and I was going to be moving back around April time. Yeah. Um, sort of in between tournaments. So she had just started a new job in New York and we, uh, I knew Infinitum was about to shut down and, when it, and basically everything was shutting down. So then, um, then I decided to move back to New York and go down back to New York and we just sort of hunkered down there and, um, yeah, we've just been being careful there and it's been, uh, I mean, we're in Manhattan, we were in Manhattan, I'm actually in Virginia now, but it was really quiet at the start, everything, I think a lot of people had left and um, everyone's just sort of keeping, like staying safe and it was, yeah, it's pretty bizarre to see New York City like that. Absolutely, um, yeah, when you think yeah, of but, the city, you just think of the hustle and the bustle, don't you? <laughs> absolutely, yeah, yeah, I'm, um, I've, sort of, I've sort of heard it was it was quite busy out in sort of some of the boroughs in New York city. So Queens and, and that, but Manhattan was, was, was quiet. So, uh, yeah. and then kind of as, as it got a bit warmer, um, and we sort of started seeing a bit more panic and, um, and lo- like sort of more people out and about cause it's just hard to keep people in, isn't it? And then, uh, and then it sort of gradually got busier with the protests and everything. So it's been, yeah, it's been an interesting yeah. time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say, You've been in Boston, uh, I guess, for a couple of years at least. As you were, you were the uh, the uh, the the touring pro, I guess, for Infinitum. Yeah, yeah, I was. Um, like yeah, Nick, yeah, Nick was. Yeah, it was a really good. Uh, it was sort of an 18, 18 month to two year period in Boston. It was a really good time. Um, Nick was the head, the director. I was touring pro. A guy Matt Sidaway was assistant pro, and. Um, yeah. And then Cheston was Cheston started up Infinitum, so he he made things stick. So yeah, um, yeah, it was a good, uh, it was a really good good period of time. I learned a lot, and um, and Boston was a great city. It was a good good to train out of there. I was I was working with Nick and and yeah, talk about Nick. I mean, how passionate is that guy about the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First time I had him on, it was fantastic, and uh, the second time was even better. And he just. Uh, <laughs> You know, lives, breathes, and eats uh, the game, and and uh, just seems to to know what he's doing in terms of his coaching. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's certainly one of the most enthusiastic people I've met about squash. Um, met to the, in, in squash, he's he love yeah, he certainly loves the game. He, he loves talking about it, loves coaching and playing, and he's um, yeah. So he's yeah, he's very very keen, good at growing the sport and everything. So uh, it, was, it was good to work with him and. Um, yeah, very, yeah, very, very passionate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you going to miss Boston at all? I mean, uh, did did any of the the Boston sort of the lore of Boston? I mean, I'm from east Eastern Canada, so we don't have any okay. pro sports teams. So we always gravitated towards the Red Sox, the Bruins, the Celtics. Mm-hmm. All we all sort of grew up loving those teams. But uh, you're from New Zealand, so I guess there 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 isn't no uh, there ain't no Boston. Uh, 
a rugby pro team or a cricket pro team, is there? Yeah, there's there actually yeah there there is actually uh there is some rugby in America now like it's becoming more popular I think yeah well, uh, I guess in Boston too because there's a huge obviously a huge Irish influence there yeah yeah it is um it is picking up in the schools a little bit uh, in the sort of the high schools and definitely universities around the country now there's more rugby um, but there are there are little pockets where you find little clubs and places in Boston cricket? I think where. Oh, I don't think, no, not cricket. No, no, there's <laughs> you're a cricketer? Just, um, you, like, you like the cricket? Uh, yeah, abs- yeah, I love all, I love all those sports. I love rugby, cricket. I love the all blacks, the black caps. I, I love all that stuff. I, I still follow it when I can. Um, the time differences are pretty, pretty tough, but um, yeah, I, I love all that stuff. Uh, right about the New England Patriots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sports in Boston is such a good sports city. Then that's mm-hmm. one of the things I thought to myself I'm going to miss when I when I was leaving, it was tough. It was a tough decision to leave Boston. Um, uh, yeah, we've had a couple of sort of tough decisions recently. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, I think I, uh, uh, talking about your retirement, obviously, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think everyone, I think everyone, obviously everyone's going through this and everyone's had to make tough decisions. And I've, I've sort of seen a lot of changes, a lot of movement, um, people sort of maybe going into different jobs because they've had to or moving cities. And um, I think at the time we were, you know, we were thinking about moving back to New York and we made the decision and there was sort of a lot going on with that. And yeah, the sports was just, I love the sports up there. This, the Red Sox, we live close to the Red Sox, the, the Patriots, um, the ice hockey, like they're so good at all those sports. So it was cool to see like a, have you been to a, to a pro ice hockey game? Have you- yeah, I have been to, uh, I didn't, Fortunately, I didn't go to the Red Sox. Um, uh, I, but I, I've been to I've been to one in Philadelphia. I've been to quite a few in Canada. Okay. Uh, yeah, I love. Okay, the, yeah, love, yeah. I mean, love, you you've been to a few, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I love the ice hockey. It's it's yeah. uh, it's it's such a physical like sport and so yeah. much skill involved. It's a great sport. Skill, so. high pace. Lot, yeah. Lot, uh, skill, yeah. high pace. But uh, yeah, so. Just if you don't mind, uh, now obviously you're, you recently, you're just a few weeks uh, out of retirement. So again, uh, congratulations uh, on that. I mean, you, you had a, a 17, I guess it was a bit, would have been about 17 years on tour. Uh, probably a lot of people who may not know you wouldn't have realized, geez, yeah, back in 2003 he was playing. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Ultimately, uh, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit about it later. But ultimately, what um, what led you to uh, retiring, uh, Greg Campbell? Yeah, I've sort of I've had I've sort of been asked that a lot recently, and um, I think it was a combination of uh, my firstly my body um, yeah. physically. I, I have been I have been doing it for quite a long time now. I I, I joined when I was seventeen. My my coach at the time, Dave Clark sort of saw me kind of progressing in the juniors quite quickly. So he thought it was a good idea to join me up to PSA and sort of start playing with the big boys and, and getting some good, and there was a really good New Zealand circuit. Uh, There's a really good PSA circuit in New Zealand and Australia at the time in terms of small tournaments. So it was perfect for someone like myself. Yeah. So I was sort of 17 playing against you know, people coming from Hong Kong, Italy, all over the England. Um, and I played all these small tournaments as a junior and then, my main focus was kind of to finish off my junior career and world juniors and things like that. Um, 
and then I was sort of at university and, and, and finished up there when I was like 2021. 20, and then that's when I kind of went full time on the tour. Right. Um, so yeah, I wasn't playing full time then, but I was still trying to play quite a lot of tournaments when I could. Um, and then, and then sort of really given it, like just gave it as much as I could really for the last kind of 13, 14 years. So um, yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> what's that what's that sorry i said it takes its toll on the body i, I played today and yeah. uh, holy lord <laughs> yeah yeah it is um it yeah, it is, yeah it is a it is a physical it is obviously a very physical sport and uh it's a very high pace game now that i think certainly the pace has gone up when i mm. when i started playing psa it was 215 uh 19 inch 10 so that changed pretty quickly to them scoring the 17 inch 10 and and yeah i think just training's changed and the pace of like the place i mean i think rummy ashore also changed the game quite a bit with his the way he was playing and it became open and very fast and um yeah i sort of did keep a little bit i always kept sort of my body and how that was progressing quite quiet i just sort of went about my tried to go about my business and and just you know keep um sort of be, you know, keep up, keep up the speed of my body and manage it and see physios and do exercises. But I was, I have been struggling with my knee quite, quite a lot the last sort of three or four years. Yeah. Um, and I've been able to manage it and stuff, but it, it has, and then I've had a few sort of picked up a few other injuries recently. So um, yeah, that, that was one of the reasons um, I think just not, not to sort of talk too much about COVID, but I, I was a little bit unsure of when the tour was going to restart. Um, right. Over that time, there's sort of a lot of uncertainty and especially being in New York, we're seeing, obviously we're seeing a lot, like we're, we sort of saw how serious the situation was. Um, yeah. and, and there was one time when I was going up a run, I was going for a run up like Park Avenue and, oh, sorry, no, I was driving up Park Avenue and like there was people running against my car. Um, so just because they had been stuck in their apartments for like three or four hours and, oh, wow. um, oh, sorry, three or four, three or four, three or four months and they hadn't been outside. Yeah. And they had to socially distance and um, yeah. So there was a lot of panic. There was a lot of kind of uncertainty and um, I sort of was looking into started looking into some jobs and got some offers and then I needed to make a decision really. Um, yeah. I think and, a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people are going through, through exactly what, you know, what you described there. I mean, you know, yeah. every, every, anyone would, I mean, in my line of work, what I do, I work for a university, but I was having okay. the same conversation with, with someone today. Uh, you know, nothing, we can't take anything for granted now. And you've got to just mm. sort of knuckle down. And, you know, if you have a job, you know, do your, do what you can do your best. And if you, yeah. you know, you see an opportunity that, uh, you know, maybe is a bit more secure then you got to take it because it, yeah. it's a tricky period, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, I think that's sort of something like just having some security, was was good for me and like and like you said yeah i think people are if they can get into a job where it's secure they're they're certainly taking them aren't they and um oh, yeah because yeah. it is yeah it is very unknown I, yeah <laughs> i mean yeah. even as we know that the tour has started uh, you might yeah i'll be a little i mean now that you're retired you must say geez <laughs> is there, there must be a little bit of that i'm, I'm sure there is uh yeah i i was sort of i mean i was going back and forth like in sort of june or july time one day I'd wake up, no, I'm going to play. I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to give it another two or three years. And, um, I'm, uh, the, you know, the tour will eventually restart, keep motivated. I was running, I was biking, like, 
And then the next day I'd be like, oh, no, no, maybe I should stop. That's not a good idea. And then I was talking about it with my wife a lot. And, and then I just got to the point where I needed to make a decision. I needed to sort of um, decide on like a job and wh- what I was going to do next. I, uh, I was trying to keep a structure as well through COVID. I went back to university and took some classes just to try and keep myself busy. And, um, so and what, what, sort of what, yeah. are you, what are you getting into now? Is it squash related or business? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a sport management degree. Um, so I've, I've actually, so I actually finished, I actually never ended up finishing my degree cause I went, decided to go full time on the tour. Um, so I've luckily been able to pick that back up and, and cross credit a whole lot of papers. So, okay. uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually just taking a finance fundamental as an elective course at the moment. Um, just with the cross credit and the way it worked out, I had to, I could only take one paper this semester. So right. um, it'll probably get pretty thick and heavy next year with a whole lot of core papers. So, but I've got about 10 papers to finish off. So okay. yeah, so that's been, that's been good. And uh, it's been quite a long time since I've studied. So a um, bit you're, of a shock. You're a student now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I think back, I'm a, we were all, I was so young when I started university. Yeah, I'm a mature student. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I know. It seems like a long time ago. Um, but yeah, like coaching is definitely uh, what I'm what I'm going into now. Um, I've taken. Uh, I'm down in Virginia now. I'm doing a private coaching sort of um, position for two to three months to sort of get me through till the end of the year. I thought it was probably the right move because um, I sort of had had looked at some jobs seriously in New York, but things aren't really opening up until kind of next year or they're not really it looks it seems like speaking to a lot of people they're not really rehiring until next year so um when this came up i kind of jumped at it really and um yeah so it's sort of it's all working out um yeah so that's good yeah. that's great yeah well i'd like to uh just if you don't mind just take a, a look back at at the career uh, a little bit you know give give you the opportunity to kind of reflect and uh you know because you had a like i said a long psa career you had a you know obviously went through juniors in new zealand and and uh, did well there but uh, 17 years on the tour now you you broke in uh, like you said in 2003 and that was uh during the an, an incredible uh, one of the several incredible eras of squash but uh, at that time it would have been power nickel palmer white shabana linku matthew i mean geez yeah think, think about that right uh, but when you came yeah. when you came in uh, at that time uh, sort of what what are your memories of those early days you talked about it i guess a little bit you were playing in the the australian and new zealand uh, uh, tournaments as, uh, there as well but uh, did you ha- have any exposure to to the big boys, like, like Whitey firing missiles around the court. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, just trying to just sort of think back. That is a, an amazing era of squash. Um, oh, think about, I mean, all, any one of those guys yeah. could have won. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when I was joining PSR, I remember when we were all sort of young juniors, there was quite a, a group of us in New Zealand, um, sort of me and my friends who were playing sort of, sort of at the top in the junior ranks in New Zealand. And we were all trying to aspire to go on the tour. And we were all looking up to and watching, uh, I think at the time it was, um, oh, I, it wasn't Squash TV. I think it was called PSA Live. Yeah. We were watching, we were watching a lot of PSA Live and, and looking up to like Nick Matthew and Lee Beachel and Each, yeah. Anthony, yeah, Ricketts, David Palmer, um, Anthony Ricketts, David Palmer, Stuart Boswell. Yeah, John White. There were so many players. Terry Linku. Um yeah, so I, I mean, when I first started, it was very much just playing 
sort of stalled as a junior playing in New Zealand, um, playing sort of under the likes of um, like Philip Barker and, and yeah. sort of Callum O'Brien, Glenn Wilson, who were in New Zealand at the time. They're kind of, Glenn had probably retired then, but Callum was like 60, 70 in the world. Um, and then it's sort of the top, sort of top players in Australia, Cameron White, Cam, um, not so much Cameron Pilly, but yeah, guys my age group. And then, yeah, and then I did have some, I was lucky enough to make the World Teams event and he's, uh, to play in Pakistan in 2005. So, is that your first uh, uh, time playing for the New Zealand? Yeah, first, first senior, first senior time. Yeah, so I was. How was how'd you feel about that? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I I played the World Juniors in Pakistan, so I kind of knew what to expect going to Pakistan, and um, we sort of got looked after really well there, and mm-hmm. and the, like everything was taken care of really well. So I was excited to go back there. Everybody and, and, says that. Like I've had a few people come on uh, recently. I think it was uh, yeah, Chris Walker. I just spoke with him. And he was talking yeah. about how incredible the, the you know, the, how well they were treated. And I think it's just because they, I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but just because they hold their squash legends in such high regard over there, they're, they're, they're like gods almost, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was an amazing experience thinking, thinking back, like we had sort of been prepared a lot by our coaches and our sort of support team in New Zealand because there was a lot of, a lot of the parents were, you know, my parents as well were very concerned about Pakistan and yeah. and, and the safety and everything like that. And so they had done a big job of um, getting all our vaccinations and we had to take, I think we had to take pills every day or something. And um, for some, I can't remember what it was for, but no, uh, this is obviously legal as well. It's just kind of like a, it was just for, it was just for a, something to do. With, I can't remember what it was, but, um, and uh, yeah, uh, and they they'd sort of, yeah, so we were really well prepared going into Pakistan, but it was it was like the Jahangir and there was pillars of Jahangir and Juncher and um, the I think the president came as well and um, there was uh, there was big crowds there was uh, yeah all the, I mean all the stars would show up as well I think Juncher and Jahangir did a charity match there Kumar Zaman was there um, yeah. yeah all the players were there watching all the past players were there watching they had a, they were very strong in the juniors as well so. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. At that time, that the World Juniors, they were, I think, uh, oh, Rami Rami won that. But apart from Rami and another guy, I think there was six Egyptians, uh, six Pakistanis in the quarterfinals. So, um, and then yeah, but then the World Teams, um, I I can't remember who I played, but I I saw like Linko, I saw Jonathan Power, I saw Nick Matthew, I saw that must um, have been amazing, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was very very motivating and and I remember just sort of going back to New Zealand thinking I want to go back I want to go back overseas I want to so I went to Canada to play tournaments and then kind of stuck in New Zealand Australia and played those and then yeah. Where at the end of play in uh, in Canada I'm Canadian by the way so yeah uh, yeah one of my good nice. friends uh, uh, good playing partners is very close friend with I guess your compatriot Martin Knight yeah yeah uh, Matt Bishop I don't know if you know Matt Bishop oh yeah I know Matt well yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, good. I grew up with Matt, so uh, he's a, so you're than I am, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, Nova Scotia, right? Halifax. Yeah, yeah, Halifax. We had the Blue Nose uh, Classic. I don't know if you ever played in. Yeah, you know. great, great, like great tournament. Um, yeah. Actually, that's kind of. I think that's one of the first tournaments I played in Canada. There was there was that tournament. Uh, okay. Uh, Manitoba. Um, yeah, Manitoba. <laughs> one at, one at Manitoba there, eh? yeah yeah it was and then one in yeah one in Calgary I think yeah, the um, winter club uh, Calgary at Bankers Hall 
Yep. Bob, yep. Bobby Ballinger. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah. So there was, and then I've been back to Nova Scotia. That tournament grew quite a lot actually, which was great yeah. to see. Yeah. It, did. Yeah, it was just really a small well. tournament. Neil Harvey, uh, That's uh right. came along and really, uh, helped, helped out a lot too. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So those were um, good, good years though. The, 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 the first world, uh, world open sort of laid the, the groundwork for you and inspired you, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I think from, from the world juniors to kind of the circuit we had in New Zealand to the world seniors, um, wanting to go out and, and sort of finish off and then really, oh, well, finish off my studies and then, and then go and play PSA. And it was, uh, we've sort of always been told, you know, you've got to go over to England, you've got to, you've got to get yourself over there. And, um, that's when I decided to, to stop university when we got a New Scotia Zealand gave us a great opportunity. They set us up with an apartment in England and in, oh, wow. in Yorkshire. Yeah. yeah. So like Dave Clark had it's just done. Tremendous support. I mean, in terms of squash, isn't it? Uh, Cause you really don't hear, I know the Canadians kind of yeah. a little bit with that. They, I mean, yes, they do a good job in Canada, but I'm not sure how far that support stretches uh, beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Dave. Dave was amazing when I was young. He was so again. He was like a Nick. Like he was so passionate. If I, if I compare to Nick Taylor, like passion was squash. Dave would be. Dave would be right up there. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like loves. They could talk squash for hours and yeah. super passionate. And had he had a really good work ethic and he really sort of you know he he was he's from England. He's from Essex, so he's from a really squash uh, yeah, strong think, squash county. Um, uh, uh, Chris Walker. With yeah, Chris, I think he had worked, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, he had worked with Chris, he had worked with Dal Harris, I think. And um, so he was sort of, you know, he was telling us a lot about squash in England and the tour and, and getting us sort of prepared for that and training us hard. So, uh, yeah, when that opportunity came, I really wanted to take it. And um, they, so that was, that was great. We had an apartment there. There was me and, and Martin Knight and um, Kashif was, Kashif, Right. Suja was probably top 50 at the time. So he was, um, he really needed to be over there. That would have been um, a good young team with a, with a veteran as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of, so we kind of didn't quite break through in the world teams event. We sort of finished here on 13th and 10th yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, a, we're a solid anyway. Um, and then, and then, yeah, just went from there really. I tried to break into the rankings and, worked with good coaches and then um, I was working, we said he set us up with Paul Hornsby in England. So we we're working a lot with him. Um, and then, and then Anthony Ricketts came to New Zealand. So we we're training really hard under him and sort of doing tours away. He would have drilled um, you through the wall, that guy, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were training, we were training, we were training hard. We were, there was a lot of good structure and um, you know, there, he was very professional. We had sort of everything lined up in terms of, nutritionists and there's a lot of support services, physios, um, psychologists, think everything to do with that. And he, he was obviously he had just come off the tour. So yeah, he, he, he had achieved a lot and that was obviously very motivating for us. Um, and he, yeah, we sort of, we all learn a lot about professionalism, about training hard, how much, how much work you need to put in. And, and yeah, so sort of. That comes yeah, from the Australian yeah. Institute of Sport, that the influence of, probably from there, isn't it? With Stuart and, uh, and, uh, Anthony, I mean, there's so much structure within that. Facility. Yeah, abs absolutely. I, I, um, I've never actually trained there, but there's, 
in terms of the coaches, they had Jeff Martin and Rodney Martin there, and um, and and just a whole whole group of players that came through and did really well. So um, yeah, they, they, I mean that had been established for quite a few years as well. So they had sort of everything down to a T. Um, yeah, and 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 I think they were sort of he would say that they were monitored very closely, and and we were monitored closely as well. And so we'd come back, we'd have to, we'd do a lot of fitness tests to see if that was making sure that was on par and, and in terms of planning structure for tournaments, things like that. So yeah, it was, yeah, that's, and it just sort of, I just tried to keep, keep going with that really worked with different coaches and yeah, just tried to win, try and win titles, try and get my ranking up, um, take, take each match, takes each match at a time. Um, Some, some results were frustrating. Some, some were great. Um, Well, you had 14 uh, along the way, 14 PSA titles, right? 14 titles. Uh, yeah. Two of which you won recently, which I would yeah. like to ask you <laughs> ask you about a little later. But uh, yeah. I mean, fourteen yeah. titles, and uh, so just sort of broadly speaking, when you look at look at that and look back at your career, you must be pretty happy with what you uh, with what you achieved. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, th- I think I'll say twenty four as well. High of twenty four. Yeah, yeah. I think just sort of been able to reflect a bit um, recently over sort of over when things kind of stopped, and I think at, when at the time I was just in the moment really of trying to you know when you're playing tournaments and you're just trying to get ready for tournaments and sort of my next immediate goal was try to break the top twenty and top sixteen, and um, I don't think that, that that never really stops, does it? Um, mm. But I think yeah, I was I sort of set out to maybe try and try and do a bit more I try to have higher standards but I, I, I've got to I've just got to be happy with I gave it everything I had and um yeah there's it's tough out there there's a lot of competition and yeah um yeah I've just got to be content with what I what I did really what I achieved yeah yeah absolutely yeah, well 14 titles is not uh, you know not bad at all really and uh, so you return yeah, thank you yeah so uh so yeah, just this last this last season, uh, your retirement I think took it took a lot of people. I would say that maybe didn't know you. It took a lot of people off guard because, and it took me off guard. Not, be, you know, just because uh, you know last season you had a fantastic season. You won uh, you won a couple of events. You did well in the uh, U.S. Open, I believe. You got through the third round. You did well there, and you 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 were doing well in that match that that you lost. Uh, I think it was. Shabaggy you played, right? You, you, yeah. you had a close one with him, but you won the Houston Open. Uh, yeah. You won the uh, uh, Irish Classic, I believe it was. Uh, yes. Irish Open. Yeah. Uh, so you got your ranking up to, to 24 in the world. So to, without going negative and asking you why you retired, I'm going to go positive. I'm going to just say, uh, you know, what was it that had you playing it seemingly your best squash? Yeah, um, I... I think uh, I think I think sort of time times in the past. I um, well, to be honest, last last year at the start of 2019, uh, I was I was actually having a bit of a bad run. I, I wasn't um, 20. I think 2018 in the summer, I, I'd gotten married. I think I was playing well and I was getting ready for the season again. We just moved to Boston. And then I just, I just, I couldn't, I, for the, from September till December, I just wasn't having a good run. I just wasn't, I wasn't winning matches. Um, I, I was playing okay, but I just was losing some close matches and having close results and my ranking dropped quite a bit. And uh, I was, I was just getting frustrated. And I just sort of said, I said to Nick at the time, I was like, 
this is really frustrating. Like I'm, um, I was sort of thinking, okay, what am I going to do now? Like, am I going to keep playing or starting to not, not panic, but just, you know, getting frustrated. Um, especially, you know, my age now, I'm 33, like how much more time have I got left? And, yeah. um, and so Nick, yeah, Nick, it was good talking to Nick and talking to other people about it. And he just said, look, like just, you know, go and enjoy it. Um, play, play, play more in the States. Um, you know, some people would cut their arm off to be 50 or 40 odd in the world. Like, you know, just, just try and just keep, you know, keep going, enjoy it. We'll make some technical changes. Um, and I, I, yeah, I think it was just a it kind of changed my perspective a little bit. I, um, and I sort of probably just did try to go and enjoy it a little bit more. I did play more in the States. Uh, we made some technical changes. I sort of identified some things that I needed to work on. Um, and then I think sort of very quickly, actually, my next tournament, so I, I made the final of a tournament and then I won the Irish Open. So yeah. I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Like, this is, this is okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, so you're, you're, you're back. I mean, that, that's such an interesting thing. I mean, I think it happens in all sports, but it's easier from the outside looking in uh, to, to make sort of suggestions. When you're, when you're the player going through the tough time, it's like, how, how do you yeah. sort of overcome, like, what, what was your approach to overcoming it? I mean, obviously, Nick gave you the advice, but uh, how did it manifest itself uh, in those tournaments where you felt where you started to play well again? Yeah, I think just trying to relax a little bit more and not sort of be so sort of goal-orientated and mm. um, I've, got to, I've got to win this match, I've got to win this match, I've got to get my ranking higher, I'm running out of time. Like, just forget about all that. Yeah, yeah. Just, just think about, think about squash. Just think about just playing squash. Think about what you got to do. Take one match at a time. Yeah. One, just be in the moment. Just one point at a time. Um, and you know, we sort of, we sort of worked on some. And I was doing a lot of work with Terry as well. And I need, I identified I needed to Terry get my movement. Yeah, Terry, yeah. which was, which was great. Um, and yeah. I, you know, I needed to get my movement sharper. And we we're doing a lot of movement work and. I sort of, you know, tinkered with my grip a bit and my touch a little bit, my short game, um, and probably did a lot more match play and just sort of identified things that really needed to be worked on. Yeah. Um, and and just tried to forget about all the other stuff and just just think about that and and take that into my matches and just and just yeah, just enjoy it really. Um, and and I did. I was really enjoying it. I was really enjoying. I uh, even if I'd lost some matches, I still you know, it was, it was enjoying. Well, that, I mean, uh, uh, I think it was one of, one of the last uh, events actually, uh, I forget which event it was, but I, you were, it was third or fourth round of, of one of the big super series events. And you were there on, on PSA squash TV. And you, I think you had just beaten, I mean, you beat Yusuf Suleiman in the first round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then someone else in the second round. And I forget who it was in the third Memory's not that good right now, but, uh, no, no. Anyways, but, but my point being that uh, you put yourself on the big stage and uh, you were playing some really good squash. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that tournament was the US Open. And US I, Open, yeah. Yeah, I'd had sort of a big match with Yusuf, um, a bit of a, a, a marathon, and then... Because he, he was... Um, but he was yeah, I enjoyed it. And I, I, wasn't he? I mean, a lot of people were talking big, big things about him. Yeah, he's a good player. He's, he's a strong mover and he's, um, I think he's, yeah, he is definitely a good mover. He's a good athlete and uh, he's probably been around the 30s and sort of around the 30s. I can't remember his ranking for a while now. So he's kind of on the cusp of breaking through. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, so, you know, yeah, he, I knew it was going to be tough and then, but I enjoyed it and I enjoyed trying to back up the next day against Andrew Douglas and then I really enjoyed playing, playing Shabaggy. He was, um, any opportunity I got to play those guys, I just really tried to give it a crack and um, I, I played, I, yeah, I mean, I, that season, I, last season I played Simon Rosner, I played Dazuki. I really enjoyed playing yeah. Dazuki. Yeah, you had some um, big, you had some big matches against uh, some big, I remember the Sherbaggy matches, but I, I watched, I watched that match and it just yeah. sort of looked to me like you, you were in it and then suddenly yeah, I mean, you, got, I think, you got fatigued. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, just sort ran of out of gas there. <laughs> yeah, his, his pace is just so obviously so high. And yeah, well, that's what what's that thinking. like? I mean, to have to contend against that pace. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, my sort of game plan going to him was just really try and slow, slow it down quite a lot and, and lift yeah. it. And I'd, I'd watched, I think I'd watched Borja playing the day before, and he, uh, he had sort of done a really good job of slowing him down on the back end. And, um, and I, I knew the pace was going to be high anyway, and my heart rate was going to be up. And, but it was, yeah, again, going back to what kind of Nick had said, just enjoy it. And I, I enjoyed, you know, the tournament was great. The glass court was great. And I was just in, I was just trying to stay out there for as long as possible, really, and kind of be a, a nuisance to him. And, um, but <laughs> well, also take, also take my, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but also take my opportunities against him and be positive and play, you know, play like I want to play as well. Um, yeah. yeah, but I think, um, and then, yeah, I was, you know, I had a few losses, but I was, I was enjoying it. And I think uh, I'll, I'll miss it for sure. It was a tough decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, basically that, that, that's what I was going to come to next. Next. I mean, get, given you got the taste of, you know, that you were there in several tournaments playing the top players in the world. Right. So uh, yeah, that, 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 that's sort of what surprised, surprised me, but I mean, totally understand the body and things like that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it is, it is kind of not, it's not easy. And uh, I think every athlete kind of has their times where they, you know, they have to think about, um, you know, they, they have to sort of like go through, like they might may not having a, a great time and the results wise. So they need to sort of ju- um, make some changes or they, when they get to a certain age, they need to think about sort of life after squash and, and things like that. And um, yeah, I just felt, I just felt my sort of my time was right. I, I am I am going to miss it a lot. Um, I had a dream the other night actually that I was uh, <laughs> that I was getting ready for the Manchester Open because that, that was starting. Okay. And, uh, uh-huh. and uh, I'd normally wake up and like I was in a panic. or normally wake up and be like, oh no, what, what are you what are you worrying about? You, you you're going, but I obviously woke up and it kind of hit that I, I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> right. But, yeah, but I think that's probably probably normal. And and I spoke to Squashy Zealand recently, and uh, you know. Um, one, you know, one thing that I really enjoyed about playing, uh, well, something that I really loved in my career was playing for New Zealand and playing in the yeah. World Teams events and the Commonwealth Games and even the World Doubles events and things like that. So they sort of said, you know, you're still keen to, to be involved in that, um, like World Teams events and um, Commonwealth Games. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Like if I can keep, if I, I could, there's still plenty of people to hit within the New York area. Yeah. Um, not bad, really, isn't it? As long as the courts are open. Yeah. Yeah. There's only, uh, I think they're starting to, um, Manhattan Squash Center has reopened. Um, they've, they've got some good guidelines in place. And I think clubs are starting to reopen now. Um, they're just being very careful with sort of how, how play is, is structured. And I think you can only, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, they're just being careful with how how they reopen. But 
when, you know, when next year, hopefully things are sort of back to normal a bit more and, um, I still yeah. love the game. I'll still play. I'll still, you know, I'll still train and keep myself in shape. And that would be really cool to keep, you know, keep motivated. I'll keep motivated to, to try and play those events. And, um, yeah, well, you yeah. see a lot of guys. I mean, I, I, I was looking at your Twitter feed earlier, just to, to sort of prepare for this. You haven't really tweeted that much lately. But, uh, oh, no. I was, looking, I was looking at it. And I, and I was, oh, there was a tweet about Lawrence Angeman. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Lawrence is playing well. Yeah, yeah, I know he is. He's fit, but it was from 2010. Was yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, no. He, I, I he's, he's, played, yeah. he's he's very fit now, and he looks like you know he's still playing some good squash. You don't have yeah. to look any further than Nick Taylor either. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean Nick. Yeah, Nick still plays well. Terry still Terry's still extremely fit um, <laughs> and, and plays well and. Yeah, he's in unbelievable shape. And uh, yeah, like, yeah, I haven't seen um, LJ looks, I mean, he was always very fit, wasn't he? He looks, he yeah. looks in good shape. And I heard he's playing well. And Al- like Alistair Walker, they played the Masters. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I think, I, I think uh, you know, age kind of, well, it's not just a number, but I think if you, I mean, players are playing until they're older now, aren't they? If yeah. you look at guys on the circuit, Borja and Daryl Selby. And, Borja is still amazing. Like you're, yeah. you're just saying, uh, I can just, you know the way he lifts the ball and just moves it around. His uh, yeah. his savvy on the court is uh, you know second to none, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think those. You know, if you can play, if you can play smart and and manage your body well, and um, I'm sure they're probably not as tra- training as much as they as they were, but uh, they're just being smart about it. Really, they've got so much experience, so they can, you know, still doing well on tour. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think if I can. You know, if I can if actually make the team, I don't want to be taking opportunities away from young people because I know that's that was a big opportunity. Make them work for it, though. Exactly. I, I think that's true. I sort of I had to justify my place in the team when I was young, and um, yeah. So you've got to work to get into the team, don't you? So if I can, yeah, if they like want me and, a, and some young talent there in, in New Zealand, they have that. Uh, like you said earlier, that they have some sort of mini tour or something that that they have over in New Zealand. Uh, Last year they started it. Uh, yeah, some they're having they're having quite a lot of uh, like sort of closed satellites at the moment. Um, some young so New Zealand guys are, are doing well. Uh, some young Kiwis are doing well in this. Yeah, yeah. There's um I think there's always sort of talent in New Zealand. Really, we've had quite a lot of sort of talented juniors for sure. Uh, yeah. And there's Lawamba Lawamba Chalisley. He's he was yeah. in the world. He played in our team last year, which was great to have him in the team. And oh, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure he's improving, you know, he'll be improving quickly. And there's uh, Joel, Joel Ascot and um, uh, Lawamba's brother, Temwar as well. He, he sort of seems to be training training pretty hard. And um, yeah, so they, there's sort of always talent in New Zealand, really. And I hope these guys can do well. And hopefully there'll be sort of a tour for them, say, next year. And um, yep. they, can, they can move up the rankings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know how proud you were to to win the the national championship uh, for New Zealand. Uh, when when what year was that? Uh, uh, I won two thousand and ten and two thousand and twelve. Two two time yeah. champ, and uh, yeah. so I mean that's yeah. something to be proud of. But uh, I know you're you were very proud of the uh, the team championships, the most recent one where you guys uh, came in fifth, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. that was good. Talk, talk about that. I mean, that, that experience, I mean, to, to do so well, obviously uh, you've got Paul Cole 
uh, arguably, you know, he's top five in the world right now. Uh, yeah. Contending for, you know, he could be there at number one if he keeps improving the way he is. And then you've got yourself and, and the other younger guys. Uh, the, the, it looks kind of, the future looks pretty good for New Zealand, doesn't it? And uh, what about that, that, that last world team? So how, how did that play out? And uh, what are your good memories uh, with regard to that? Yeah, it was, um, I think, yeah, I mean, like, like you say, Paul, Paul's just right there, isn't he? He's, he's sort of come on so, so well the last few years. So he's just such a solid number one. Yeah. Um, I think in 2017, we came sixth and he, again, he was so, uh, he didn't lose a match that, that tournament and he didn't lose a match again. Really? Okay. Yeah. So he's been, un- <laughs> yeah, 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 like he's there just, I mean, you can't ask any more well, than can't number ask one. any more than that, yeah. No, no, and he's. I mean, he's. Man, um, you put you put him uh, against any the, the top Egyptian guys. You've got a. You're gonna. You got a shot. But yeah, I mean, he. Yeah. I was just trying to think who he played last World Teams, but he played when against England. He he beat Adrian Waller three love against Germany. He beat Simon Rosner three two. I think really tough match. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's yeah again if he whoever he comes up against, he's going to be a real threat. So. That obviously gave our team a lot of confidence and um, I just tried to be solid and I, I sort of lost one of the first matches 3-2, which was crucial against Scotland. Um, right. That would have put us in a better position to make the quarterfinal. Uh, yeah, it sort of would have put us in a better position. Um, so that was that was a bit frustrating, but we just tried to get on and regroup and um, we, had it, we sort of lost a tough match against England. It was pretty tight though in the quarterfinal. Um, Evan played really well against Daryl Selby, and they had a really tight match. So that yeah. was the decider. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was it was cool to be you know top five in a teams event, and been a long time since we had done that, and um, just yeah, we we're just prepared oh, exactly. ourselves to play a lot of Five matches. Days a steward uh, was a steward Davenport and uh, Roscoe Norman. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah. I think it was back then. A long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'd. Uh, I think I think they were sort of right up there, weren't they? They came second quite a few times with yeah. like Pakistan, and um, I think our coach Glenn Wilson was was probably part of that team, yeah. Yeah. or maybe uh, maybe sort of soon like a team soon after that was kind of not quite quite getting that high, but like fifth or sixth. So it's probably had been since then, really. So that was great. So it was good to be there, and um, yeah, I think it'd be nice to try and play another one of those and and see if we can. Well, given it. all of that, I mean, given the way you ended last year with with two big wins and, and a world ranking of 24 and fifth place finish in world team championship. That's a good way to finish your career. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of happy memories, lots of, uh, lots of good times with the team. And it was great to get those, those titles. Um, the Houston and Irish is Irish open is a really fun tour. It's a really good tournament as well. I really love playing that tournament. So yeah, um, that was nice. It was nice to win that, and and Houston, I'd sort of played down there quite a bit, so that was good. And it's a big event. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, was, it, 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 it has. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of I've played it when it was smaller, and then it's gone big, and then it was a thirty k last year, but it's going to be big again. So, um, yeah, that was yeah. Lots of it was a, it was a fun season last season, and um, I think like the last kind of three or four years, I had really good memories. I. I traveled a lot. I, I, I went, you know, I played, tried to play all the big tournaments and um, Egypt and the world opens and had some kind of sort of some frustrating ones where I lost, like I had some match balls against, I think Cameron Pilly and Tazuki, which was yeah. kind of hard oh, to man. take, but you know, it was, that just happens. That's just squash. And 
Yeah. Um, I'm sure I've, you know, I've, I've probably saved match balls against people as well when they should have beaten me. So yeah. um, it just happens. And uh, yeah, the last oh, three, four years. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's just, that's just the sport, isn't it? That's how it goes. And um, yeah, I just, I just got to be happy with what I did and proud that I trained hard and, and chase, I, you know, there's times I chase points all around the place. I'd go to Pakistan, I'd go, I'd go everywhere. So, um, yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, chasing points. Is that, is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Chasing, chasing, chasing points, points. Go, going to places where people probably wouldn't always go to. Um, right. Right. I certainly, I certainly did that. Is there, is there um, like sort of a, you know, sometimes you might run into a ringer, you know, like some, some young Pakistani guy who's just no one's ever heard of and he comes out of nowhere. Right. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, going to Pakistan and, and Egypt and you play qualifying and you, you're playing a young junior in Egypt and you never know, you know, in a couple of years' time, you might be world junior champion or top 20. That You just don't know, do you, like that? No. And that it, and it has happened because um, <laughs> there's, so there's so many places. There, so. That, that, that's the good name. That, yeah. that, that should be uh, sort of a, a podcast episode in and of itself, right? Talk, <laughs> yeah. talk about those occasions where you were chasing points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you'd get a lot of good stories out of that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, now, uh, now, Campbell, I hope your wife didn't leave you a note when she came in and said, "Hurry up." Uh, oh no, 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 no. no, it's, uh, <laughs> no, no. But it's, it's been really, really good, uh, really great chatting with you. And I just want to say uh, again, uh, congratulations on a fantastic uh, career. You ended it on the right note, and you're probably making the right decision. You know, the body. Uh, you listen to your body, and. Uh, just want to wish you all the best uh, going forward. Yeah, no, thanks very much. Thanks for having me on here and uh, yeah, really appreciate it. Well, that's episode 163 in the books. Thanks so much to Campbell Grayson and we want to wish him all the best uh, in his uh, post-pro uh, squash playing career. I know he's going to be still in the game in some capacity, so uh, no doubt he'll make the most of that and squash will be uh, the better, all the better for it. And uh, speaking of uh, pro squash, I hope you're enjoying uh, the Manchester Open. As I mentioned earlier, some great matches there. Uh, as I do this now, it's into the finals, so probably by the time uh, <clears throat> you listen to this episode, that event will be over, and uh, another one, hopefully, will have started or about to start. I think they're moving to Egypt for the next event, so uh, that's coming up soon as well. So all the best uh, to all of you with your squash, and hopefully uh, you're getting out there in some uh, way, shape, or form. I think I'm I've only played once this week. I'm going to play again on Thursday. Looking forward to, to that myself. Uh, so anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening. Please share these episodes on your social media and in your club. Give us a like and a tweet, retweet, all that jazz, you know, what it, uh, what it entails. But uh, again, thanks so much for listening. Take care, and we'll be back at you soon. We've got some, uh, some more episodes upcoming. Uh, hopefully going to have Alan Thatcher on soon to talk about World Squash Day and uh, much, much more. So stay tuned for those. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Goodbye now.